everyone, I'm Easton. And I'm Jules. And we're back with another episode of Loco for Locals. In our studio today, we have Talmadge White, a local musician who's also a student here at the U. Thanks for coming in. I know it's last week of finals. You had a pretty like snowy drive today, so really appreciate you being here. Um, if you want to just like introduce yourself, say a bit where you're from, how you ended up here in Salt Lake City. Yeah, totally. Um, well, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name's Talmadge White. I play guitar, um, a little bit of bass guitar as well, and a little bit of drums. Um, but primarily, I'm a singer-songwriter, you know. Um, I've been born and raised in Utah. Um, I was born in Utah County, and I lived there most of my life. Um, but yeah, but now I'm going to the U. This is my second year going here, and uh, yeah, I love it, and just kind of keeping on with the music, you know. So you're saying this is not your first time in the studio. You also work for um, another U student media. Yes, show? yeah. I'm the host for Long Story Short, so it's cool to be in the guest chair right now. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> Um, when was the first time you picked up an instrument? Like, what got you into music? Yes. Yeah, so um, so my dad, um, he was a professional musician. His name's Jake White. And, uh, you know, looking up to him as, like, a kid, he was always kind of, like, my hero, you know? So I wanted to play guitar like him. Um, so I want to say about fifth or sixth grade, um, I got my first guitar. And I wrote a few songs back then, like, for... Um, I don't know if either of you like remember Reflections, like in elementary school. I don't know if you did that, but like I wrote a few songs for um, for that, and then and yeah, it was just kind of um, you know something I would do on the side as a hobby. Um, it wasn't until seventh grade when I started um, with Caleb Chapman Soundhouse, which is this after school music program um, that I got into, and yeah, I played electric guitar and bass guitar in that from seventh grade through 11th grade um so that was most of my like music career I guess is like we did touring and um I played with some musicians like Victor Wooten and uh, musicians from D Dave Matthews band to Journey and so it was just a great experience um yeah and then after that um you know I did I went to this music boarding school my junior year and ever since then it's just kind of been singer songwriter stuff by myself what was your experience with Dave Matthews band and Journey that's like so dope. yes yeah um so it was, if I'm remembering correctly, it was the drummer from Journey that I played with. And then with Dave Matthews Band, um, I played with both uh, Rashawn Ross, who plays trumpet, and then um, hmm, Jeff Coffin, who plays saxophone. So, so yeah, I did a bunch of different bands within um, Caleb Chapman Soundhouse and had some great mentors through that program, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think those were both, like, jazz bands that I was doing with uh with the horn players from dave matthews band and we performed with them and yeah it was it was awesome because i'm a huge dave matthews fan he's awesome. <laughs> yeah he's like in my top 10 so and you know he said stuff about um the sound house too and um their friends so so yeah i've had a few moments like that where it's like oh i'm in the same room as one of my heroes and this is it's just really cool um and i think it's really important to kind of for artists to do that, you know, um, spend time around kids and have a level of mentorship, um, you know, just for the next generation to carry on the lineage. Yeah, definitely. You said you went to a music boarding school. Are you studying music now in college? Or? I'm not studying music now. Um, right now I'm majoring in English, um, although I do think the music program is really great here at the U, but I kind of felt like I had a music college-like experience my junior year, so... Um, so yeah, the story there is my sophomore year, I went to a public school, um, 
But then actually the guy who runs the sound house, um, you know, he kind of brought me to Wasatch Academy, which is in Mount Pleasant, Utah. And, um, and yeah, they were starting a music program there. And so I was kind of one of the pioneers for that. Um, they called it. Yeah, no, their basketball team is awesome. I, I always get like top five in the nation. Um, so I think that was kind of the intention with the music program is like, we got to do something similar here, um, for what we did with the basketball team, you know? So I went there on a music scholarship and with a few other kids that I knew and, uh, yeah, it was just a super great experience. You know, it was a lot of work. Um, that's why I've been a little burned out from like the academic side of music. Cause we'd have like six to seven hours of class, you know, like history, English, math, all the normal stuff. And then we'd have, um, I'd have a few music electives during the school day. And then I'd have four hours of music practice and stuff. Um, after school each day so I was like go 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 (laughs) but but yeah I mean I developed some great friendships and um you know learned a lot about myself um you know just on a human level but also yeah just the musician level for sure too um so yeah it was a it was a super phenomenal experience I'm sure English too it helps you with like songwriting yeah oh yeah totally yeah I mean I think um you know, I started with guitar and bass, but now I sing too. Um, so now I'm moving more in the direction I think of like more of a storyteller and like poet maybe. So, um, so yeah, I think English um, is a great, you know, for anyone interested in like kind of an artsy major, but also kind of the critical thinking side of it too. Um, and just becoming a master of language. I think it's a great um, major to go into. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, who are some of your own favorite artists and, like, those influences that you see in your own music? Hmm, great question. Um, Besides Dave Matthews, obviously. Yes, Dave Matthews. I mean, my dad, um, Michael Hedges, is a great one I'd recommend. Um, He was kind of a pioneer of just a lot of cool techniques on the acoustic guitar. Um, You know, lately I've been loving David Wilcox's music. he uh, he's been going since like the 80s or 90s but he's just super um he's not religious but he's spiritual and he brings that to his music you know and like some of his quotes are like music is sacred ground and i'm like oh that is so like the humanity of music too and just the um you know how it can move a person and inspire a person is just so um important to me you know so he he's uh he's just a big inspiration um another favorite of mine stuart davis he's um, I actually ended up becoming, he kind of became a mentor for me over the years too. Um, and another mentor of mine, Matt Harding, um, I would recommend checking out his music too, but, but I love, you know, the Beatles, Joni Mitchell, Neil Young. Um, yeah, but really what it comes down to is just anything that moves me or like causes something inside my heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is there any like crossover between like genres in your music or you kind of like want to stick in one direction or do you want to kind of explore different territories? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, primarily like when people ask me what music I do, I kind of tell them singer songwriter folk kind of stuff. Um, you know, also kind of in the lineage of like Nick Drake and, um, Elliot Smith and stuff. But, um, but sometimes I'll do like psychedelic rock stuff. You know, I have like this loop pedal thing at my house. Um, that I'll start like doing like weird guitar stuff and then add bass and then drums and it gets super trippy and out there, but like, it's a really good outlet, you know, for, um, for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, psychedelic rock and rock in general, um, I love messing around with, 
Um, and I would like to bring more of that to music that I release too. Um, you know, the music that I've released right now is pretty much just an EP and then a new single. And, um, and it's mostly acoustic kind of, you know, quieter side, just, you know, put on headphones and go to the mountains kind of music. But I'd also have, you know, angry parts of me too. that I'm like, Oh, this would be great to get out there as well. You know? Um, so yeah, that's kind of the main crossover I would say. So in like the realm of songwriting and making music, like what is, does that process look like? Do you know, do you like to, you know, just like get a melody first and then come up with lyrics after that? Or do you start like, you know, writing poems and things like Mm. that, start writing words or a little bit of both? We just wanted to know about what kind of making a song looks like. Oh yeah. Great question. Um, yeah, I think it's a little different each time. Um, when I really started getting into songwriting, that was my junior year um, of high school when I was at Wasatch. Um, and my mentor there would kind of, he would just say like, hey, go into a practice room for an hour. And even if you don't write music, just have that be your intention. Um, and that really helped um, to get the gears turning for me. Um, and I'd like to you know, uh, bring that into my practice more now. Um, because I think it's really easy to just be like, you know, a song will come when it comes, but you know, usually I don't feel super inspired to write a song. So setting some time aside and just saying, this is what I want, I think really helps, um, you know, for music to just kind of come out of nowhere and be like, Oh, like now that I've just been quiet away from my phone and all distractions, you know, um, I'm having this great new idea. So, so I think that's a great technique. Um, but a lot of times I'll just kind of play on my guitar. Most of the time when I pick up the guitar, I just kind of play random stuff. Um, so I think that's kind of the beginning of a lot of songs that I write. Um, I do think that like my best songs that I've written kind of feel like they're coming from somewhere else where I just like my newest song, like it didn't really feel like me writing. It was just kind of like, Oh, now we're doing this. Like now we're singing this and it, you know, it kind of clicked um, pretty fast. So so yeah, I think those moments of inspiration um, really help. But I would like to um, bring in more of just writing lyrics first and then writing music. I've done that a little bit with other people's poems. Um, but yeah, I think, and I've done that, you know, like small collaborations over the years with other people. But but yeah, there's a lot of great techniques just to tap into creativity that way. Have you ever had like writer's block before or like not be able to find inspiration? Um, do you have to have inspiration to write music? You think, mm. Or can it just come from, you know, not forcing it, but yeah. come from, you know, setting time aside and going into the studio or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, that's, it's, okay. So I feel like I've had a few um, moments in my life where I feel a huge wave of inspiration and creativity and that... I think when that happens, it's kind of just like follow the wave, like get as much out as you can. Um, Like right when the pandemic started, actually, I wrote like 20 songs in the span of like two weeks. And I was like, I don't know how this is happening, but okay. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, the biggest advice I would give to myself too is most of the time I feel like uninspired to write music. I'm like, I love music, but it's like, you know, I'm such a perfectionist and just like coming up with something that's like, Oh, if people like this or would I like this, um, that doesn't happen most of the time. So I think just kind of writing whatever's there, even if it's crap and then just keep going with it. And then eventually there's like the one out of 20 songs that you're like, Oh, this is kind of good. Let's, let's go on this, you know? (laughs) 
Yeah, you mentioned you had a new single come out. I was listening to some of your stuff earlier, and like it did sound kind of different than like your um, the EP that was released. Yeah. Um, you just tell us more about like the meaning behind that song, what it was right. like, and like how that like you said it felt like it was coming out of nowhere, just kind of like what. That oh was yeah, like. um, yeah. With the EP I released, that was a lot more, um, you know, like esoteric and a lot more just like this quiet part of myself that I'm like, let's explore this a little bit. Um, but I think that with the new song, um, it has a much more inspiring vibe about it. And I, th- when I came up with that song, um, it did kind of come out of nowhere. I was in kind of just a rut, not just with music, but with life in general. And I was just like, uh, it, this was back in, um, this was a while ago, actually before I started college, that I first wrote the first version of this song. And I... And I was just like, oh, I'm just not feeling super inspired about life. And I'm just kind of depressed, you know. And then that song just kind of came out of nowhere. And I'm like, you know what? Like, it's time to live life. Like, step out of hibernation. Kind of what we were talking about, you know, with writing songs. Like, you can feel uninspired, but you just got to do it and just step out of your comfort zone. And so that's what that, you know, that song, um, that's really what it's about, I think, is just embracing life you know even the hard parts of it um the negative stuff and you know just go out and do it and just get the ball rolling and since I've wrote that I've had different um you know like recording the song was a big like you know what it's time to live life like it's it's kind of become a mantra almost you know so um so in a way I think it might be a little bit of a reaction too to my last EP which was a lot more just acoustic guitar more quiet um this is more of like a pop song, like a mystic pop song kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where it came from. And how long did it take you to like, when you started writing it to like getting it like on Spotify, like those platforms? Mm, yes. Um, well I wrote it, I want to say it might've even been like a long time ago, like maybe two years. And that was just, um, you know, it was uh, pretty different than the version I have now. And it was just with guitar and a lot of the lyrics were different. And then I just didn't really um, touch that song for a while. Um, But then it kind of kept popping up like, oh, I want to surface, you know. And so, um, you know, I felt inspired by that song again a little bit last year. And then finally this year, I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to step into the music world again. And that song just felt like such a great metaphor for that. Um, And then, yeah, I went and recorded it at Funk Studios. there before no i've only recorded in um june audio down in provo and then um that's where i did my other ep and then i've recorded at this one place in um pleasant grove or american fork with uh when i was in the sound house but um but yeah this is my first time my dad actually um recorded with the guy who started uh funk studios like way back in the 90s so it's kind of a fun you know um synchronicity that way i guess um but no, yeah, it was, it was a great experience, and that was probably a month or two ago, and then I was like, you know what, let's just release it, get it out there, and do it. Um, so yeah, as the year is ending, you know, it's crazy that it's like 2020. I know. Yeah. Oh, Feels like it's still 2020 a little bit. How that happened. Um, are, you plan- are you writing anything new already? Are you planning on releasing anything this upcoming year? Um, mm. Any collaborations or maybe some live performances? Kind of what's out yeah. plan for the future? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I am picking up the guitar more. I do eventually want to work towards releasing an album. Um, so, yeah, I'll definitely keep you updated as that, um, you know, comes to fruition. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm writing more, and I do hope to perform live more. It's it's such a different art form than 
writing, you know, writing's a lot more like, okay, like, let's just, a, just an expression of my soul and who I am. Performing's more like, okay, now I'm interacting with everyone in the audience. And this is a group artwork that we're bringing, t- you know, um, to life. So, so yeah, I hope that as the next semester rolls around, um, I'll start doing more open mics and, uh, and yeah, performances as well. That's definitely an intention of mine. Have you performed anywhere recently? Um, recently, you know, there's been a few open mics. Um, there's a pretty good one in Sugar House Coffee, and uh, there's one at, um, let's see, oh, I'm spacing on the name, this great place in Mill Creek that's really good. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, I haven't performed much this last year. I've really been more, had my face in like the academic kind of stuff, you know? Um, so I hope to really integrate School music. Is <laughs> School is tough work, yeah. Maybe I can, um, you know, talk to the U and try to like do a U concert or something like that. I think that could be cool. You were just talking about that, like doing something? Yes. Like radio? Like oh, totally. Oh, we should. Oh, that would be super cool. Yeah. There's so many student musicians. Like, yeah, no, I mean, people need music too. You know, I think it just creates a great vibe on campus, and um, I think it helps people with their studies. If anything, you know, just to feel like, oh, that was such great music, and I feel connected to everyone around me, and yeah. This is kind of a perfect segue. I was going to ask you, like, as a student and a musician, I can imagine it's so hard to like manage your time. So, do you have any advice for like? other aspiring musicians or students who might be in the same boat as you Hmm. or try and get some music out? Yeah. Um, Well, I think that just setting time aside to do it, you know, I think it's really easy to be like, yeah, I'll get to music, whatever. Um, But if you just say, hey, you know, even if it's just like two hours on Thursday, like that's my music time um, to just completely take a break on homework. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, school's important, but it's also not everything, you know, you gotta live life and have fun too. So, um, I would just say, um, if you can integrate both worlds, that's, that's the ideal, but I think for everyone, um, everyone needs to do it a little differently. Okay, sweet. And then before we finally end the episode, we just wanted to give you like one last thing to, you know, kind of close things up. Do you have any words of wisdom for any student musicians, anything you just want to say about new music, anything you kind of just want to wrap up this episode with. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, well, you know, in terms of like any plugs, you can check out my new single, It's Time to Live Life, on streaming services, or follow me on Instagram, which is Talmadge White. Um, in terms of advice, um, you know, I would just say follow your bliss, and that's something a little different for everyone. Um but and don't be afraid to be yourself too um and if it's music or some other art form or just the way you interact with the world um i think if you can just find you know your place in it um because everyone has some sort of place in it you know and really just um you know follow through with it and do what you got to do while you're here um you know i hope you feel inspired by music and art and yeah best of luck to you Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Yeah, of course. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of KU Radio's Local for Locals. Stay tuned for the next episode and keep listening local.